two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Now, I know you've been enjoying this episode, and you're probably thinking in your head right now, damn, Apex, what is it now? What, what, what do you got to tell me about now? I need to tell you about recording your own podcast and getting it distributed only by using Anchor. All right, so, so let me explain. See, first off, it's free. Also, there are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, your tablet, or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, CastBox FM, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, and that is Anchor. So make sure you go download the free, free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I'm your host, The Apex. Um, what I what I had wanted to do, I know the last episode I dropped was uh, Seven Days of Xmas. So for the next week, I had wanted, well, for the next seven days, I had wanted to drop an episode every day. You know, do six days of Xmas, five days, whatever. Uh, we have four days until Christmas, and I haven't done anything since. Like, it was gonna be like a little idea I had. I was gonna try to make things real funny around Christmas time, talk about favorite Christmas movies and all that. But I'm just, I'm not in the mood for Christmas. Like, um, Christmas is canceled this year for me. Um, yeah. I don't care about Christmas this year. I don't. I just don't care. Uh, my kid, my son is going to Milwaukee to be with his mom for Christmas and stuff. So I'm just be here by myself. I don't really care about Christmas this year. Um. Yeah, and at the time of recording this on the 21st, he leaves. He actually leaves today. So. Um, I decided, you know what, he's taking a nap right now, I'm about to record. That's just basically what it is. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of got a heavy heart. And I kind of feel like, man, I, I don't have no one to talk to, no one's going to listen to me. I kind of just want to vent. And I was like, you know, if I let it, if I don't get it out, it's going to sit in my brain. I'm going to become bitter. I'm going to become, I don't want to say hostile, but I'll become upset. 
sad, mopey, not talking to anyone. Um, so I was kind of like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was thinking about playing, playing a game or something, take my mind off of it, work on my website, take my mind off of it. And I was like, this isn't helping. I, you know, I really need to express how I'm feeling because I kind of, a lot of times I feel like when I do express how I feel to someone, it sounds like me whining and it sounds like me complaining. But you, a lot of times when things are on my brain and I'm going through things, I hold it in. You know, I hold it in. I don't like to talk to anybody about it. Because I kind of feel like no one's going to be able to help me. But when I do finally try to open up to someone and talk to someone, it's it, it kind of one ear out the other. And it feels like I'm nagging. It feels like I'm complaining. So then I go back to, alright, I'm not going to speak on anything. I'm not going to say anything. Um, and that's something I feel like. It's, that's a bad trait that I have. But at the same time, I don't really feel like anybody really tries to make time out f- to hear me out a lot of times. A lot of times it's a lot of, yeah, but, or something like that. Instead of just letting me get how I'm feeling off. Like, let me just get it off my chest. Like, I don't need a rebuttal. I don't need you to, like, a lot of times, man, sometimes I kind of be wanting to, like, Yo, this is hurting my feelings. This is what you did to hurt my feelings. And sometimes, man, don't you just wish that when you express how you feel to someone, how they've hurt you, that they will just apologize and try to fix things? But if that's not in their heart to do that for you, man, maybe, maybe you know what I'm saying, they ain't the right person to keep around you. Whether they're friends or family or girlfriend or boyfriend or whoever if it's not in them to make things better if they always got to say yeah but or they got to say okay and okay but this is how I feel like it's kind of like dang man you can't just apologize and you know like sometimes it's not even about trying to make things right sometimes it's like yo can I at least get an apology you know what I mean like can I at least get an apology like I don't like sometimes you don't I don't even get an apology. Sometimes I just get a oh, okay, I understand. Not a I'm sorry. Alright. Like that like the two those two words kinda go a long way in, in the healing process of someone apologizes to you. Now whether whether or not they're sincere or not will tell over time, but if you can't even get an apology out of people they don't care about your feelings. They don't care how they how you feel because they're still putting how they feel ahead of how you feel. And I understand people are all for the um, I'm going to do what's best for me thing. But it's kind of like, well, I try to do what's best for you as well. So who's going to be trying? So I'm supposed to do what's best for you and do what's best for myself while you do what's best for you? so I don't have anyone watching my back. You're watching your back. I'm watching your back, but I'm exposed. Like, who's watching my back? Who has my back? Like, who's who's going to look out for me? I'm not going to sit up here and say, 
that I do everything for people and I get nothing back. Not at all. I'm not going to say that at all. There's people I have in my corner that they they do back me up. I do have family that backs me up. I do. But it's just sometimes it's like, I, I don't know, man. Sometimes I, I just wish that how I, like, felt really mattered to people. Instead of me saying how I feel kind of just turns into a, yeah, but this is your fault because, or, oh, okay, I understand. Or, like, dang, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I just be wanting people to just, sometimes I just be wanting someone to, like, just, hey, I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, It won't happen again. Or, I'm sorry, I apologize. Or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. And I just don't be getting it. Like, yeah, I just don't, I just really, I really don't be getting it. Like people that ha- that struggles with apologizing, they don't have your best means at heart because they're they're busy looking out for themselves. So something my grandmother told me was, "Don't apologize if you don't plan on changing." That was the first person. I ever- now I'm not saying my grandmother made that made that saying up. But that was the first person I heard say it. That was the first person I ever heard say that was my grandma. My mom's mom had... I don't remember what we were talking about. I could have been like 20-something. It was like during the holidays, and I was just sitting down, and I was just talking to her for a little bit. And I think I was talking to her about relationship stuff. And she was like, well, Control, I'm going to tell you, um, never apologize unless you plan on changing. I was like, huh. I mean, yeah. That's the best form of apology is change behavior. Don't tell me sorry if you don't plan on changing. So if someone doesn't tell you sorry, guess what? They don't plan on changing. They plan on just carrying on. Which means your feelings, your worries, your concerns, your insecurities doesn't matter to them. Because they can't apologize. And they can't apologize because they don't plan on changing. Because people want love. People want affection. People want relationships on their clock. It's, it's always on, it's, it's on their clock. I'm a part of that percentage that's always working on someone else's dime. On someone else's watch. It's, it's always me. You know what I'm saying? And people love to say, like, oh, I always give and give and give. And people just take and take and take from me. But then when it comes to me, it's like, er, are you sure you were the one that was always giving? Are you sure? Oh, it's just that now you found someone that is willing to empty out their whole heart for you. And you're like, oh, wow, this is different. Yeah. I like that. I like the fact that someone now is giving to me as much as I used to give to someone else. So you take and take from me. And it's like, 
well, if if you see that I'm giving everything that I can for you and to you, why can't you reciprocate that? Why is it that you have to be, wow, this is nice, so let me take and take and take? Like, that, that doesn't make sense. Now, I'm not just saying me individually, although I do feel like I fit that mold, but I'm not talking about me individually. I mean, this could be for you who's listening. Maybe you're giving all you have to someone, and they're just taking it from you because they're used to being the one that gives. Like, how come you can't give back? If you're used to giving, and now you have someone that gives, but now you're do- now you decide to now be on some I'm all about me type stuff. When you have someone that's making everything about you, now all of a sudden you want to be all. Oh, now I'm all about me. Like, what are the odds that I'd roll the dice and end up on snake eyes four times straight? What are the odds of that? I kind of wish. People were who they say they they are or say that they were. When you come across someone that's genuine, that really cares about you, why can't you just see that and pay it forward? Like, I know that, I mean, like, you may have family members that you just give and give and give to. And they don't seem to appreciate it. They don't seem to thank you for it. Maybe you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a friend that you just give and give and give to, and they just take and take and take from you. Because now they're they're used to you doing that. You know? Like... It's funny how when people are going through something, sometimes you're the first person that they call. But then when you're going through something, suddenly they're too busy. And I've I've seen the tweets. I've seen it on Facebook for years, on Instagram for years, Twitter for years. What I'm saying, people have said. But... I don't believe that everybody in the world is giving to someone and not and 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 not being appreciated because there's there's too many people saying it and I feel like some of the people that are saying it gave five dollars to someone asked for ten dollars to borrow and then they didn't have it and now all of a sudden no one does anything for you. I'm not talking to you. This is not for you. I'm talking about you have a proven track record that you will give your last if you had it to people and when you reach out to other people all of a sudden they can't answer the phone or they don't have time to hear from you or they that's just, that's just it you have to have a proven track record of that and if you're listening right now honestly if you're one of those type of people like look I'm going to just do what's best for me and you have someone that makes time out for the, for you, and, but you're on some, um, right now I'm making time out for me, but then they're making time out for you too, 
think about how backwards that is. You want to say, like, yo, I'm just making time for me. But then when you're going through something, you feel comfortable enough to call that person and talk to them about things, and they listen, they give you advice, they, they let you vent and get your stuff off your chest. You ask for advice, they give it. But then you still on some, I'm making everything about me type stuff. Like, really think about how backwards that is. Because I understand to look out for yourself. I understand that. Happiness is internal. No one can bring you happiness. Happiness is something that you have to find within yourself. But if someone brings you joy, if someone is there for you all times of the day, you call them whenever you're going through something, you need something to talk about, something like that. Why push that person away from you? Why are you stiff-arming that person? Why are you doing everything in your power to sabotage the friendship that you have with that person, the, the, the relationship you have with that person? Why are you trying to sabotage it? When they're making you a priority, they don't have to do that. Because I guarantee you, people that, oh, I'm I'm all about me, I'm doing this and that. But then once that person that you normally call up when you're going through something, stop answering. Then all of a sudden it turns to, see, that's why I don't like opening up to people. Come on, man. Choose a side. Choose a side. People get hurt. That happens every day, B. People get hurt every day, B. That's what happens. That's what that's what life is. Everybody gets hurt. But when you find someone that doesn't want to hurt you, but you wind up hurting them and they try telling you, yo, this hurt me, and you can't apologize, you can't tell them, yo, I'm trying to fix that, I'm going to try to work on that, I'm going to try to this and that. I promise I didn't mean anything by it. I'm sorry, I apologize. But then you continue to do it. Don't get wide. Have y'all seen that Pikachu meme? There's a Pikachu meme out where like his eyebrows are up, mouth kind of dropped, like oh wow, like he's shocked. Don't, don't make that face when that person stops answering your call, stops responding to your text messages. Don't be surprised. You can put somebody as far away from you. Until you push them off of a cliff. How how are they supposed to hang? What are they hanging on to? And see, this is something else I want to talk about. I want I want to, I just want to do something real brief on cheating, right? When it comes to cheating, I honestly feel like when it comes to cheating, whatever backlash you get, that's what you deserve. You deserve that. What whatever happens to you, you deserve it. A- anything outside of death, you deserve it. Now, if you've been cheated on, like I have, if you've been cheated on, don't cheat back, like I did, because then God is like, oh, man. See, I was going to see. Revenge isn't ours to take. 
That's not our position in life to take revenge out on someone. That's not how you're supposed to live life is by taking revenge out on someone. That's what I did. I took revenge out. So God was kind of like, okay, well, you hurt her back. So there's no need for me to hurt her now because you hurt her back. And sometimes you be in such a, uh, you be in such a rush to see that person feel the same type of pain that they put on you that you take it out. Like you do it yourself because it's like, I don't want to wait. I want to see it happen. Right. Now what? Because honestly, now, now that you cheated back, that person actually has the upper hand at that point. No one deserves to be cheated on. Even if they cheated first, no one deserves to be cheated on. I feel like if you take somebody's mind, you take somebody's soul and their feelings, and you play with it, whatever happens to you, outside of death, whatever happens to you, I kind of feel like you deserve it. I feel like you deserve it. Anything outside of death, you deserve it. That's, to me, I feel like someone's mental state is one of the most fragile things on the face of this planet. It does not take long to break someone mentally. It doesn't take long. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't take much. It, I'm not saying it doesn't take much. It does. It it just doesn't take long. Because what may break me mentally may not break you mentally. And what may break you mentally may not break me mentally. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying it may not take long. But I don't think it takes much to break someone mentally. Like me being cheated on over time by different women finally got to me. And it finally got me. So then I snapped. And I faced like God took a lot from me because he was like, that's. You know, you knew better. Maybe she didn't. Maybe those others didn't, but you did. I took you, because in God's eyes, God is saying, I took you through that because those women you were with, you weren't supposed to be with. I don't believe in, now that I'm older, it's like, man, once someone step out on you, once someone gets involved with someone else and y'all were involved, that person isn't for you. They're not for you. And I know that there's a, another saying that goes like, if you lose something, you should let it go. And if it comes back, then it's for you. But what happens if you let something go and it comes back and it leaves again? What then? Like, what's the saying for that? Because it came back, but now it leaves again. What? So what? What do you? What now? So was it not for you all along? Like, and and I feel like when it comes to not friendships, relationships, I feel like you do sometimes have to take a chance on things. There are some things you do have to take a chance on. There, there's some people that you should probably take a chance on. If this person 
is, I mean, you know, because sometimes you can take a chance on someone and it doesn't work out. I understand that. That that happens to people. But, I, but at the same time, when I say take a chance, never get into a relationship because, because of, like, like, don't just get into a relationship just because. Like, don't do that. Like, do not do that. But I do feel like you should get into a relationship. Like, it, like I'm, I'm still learning myself. I'm still trying to figure out, all right, I want this in a relationship. I want this. I want us to be able to be best friends. I want us to be able to talk about anything. I want us to be able to be open and be honest. Now, what happens after that honesty is up in the air. I want us to be able to compromise. I want us to be able to talk on the phone for three hours. I want us to be able to go out and have fun. Like, we're best friends. And, I like, I want to be with a woman when I get married and I read her my vows. My eyes start to water. I want to have a woman in my life who can be a mother to my son who in turn will be her child as well. Like, I want that. I I want that. I, I want a woman who, jealousy is the wrong word, but, like, she, she, she's protective. She's kind of like, okay, wait, that's, like, I mean, not to the point where we're arguing because she sees some girl talking to me. Not because of that, but in a sense of, you know, politely, with class, like, oh, or, like, you know, he's with me, you know, you know what I'm saying, like, type thing like that, like, I want that, I want someone that makes me laugh, I want someone that's just, like, stupidly hilarious to me, I want us to be able to go on trips, I want us to be able to get into businesses together, I want us to make financial gains together, like, just, just, like, just, just the whole fairy tale type of relationship, and it can happen, but it's like you don't know until you take a chance on someone that okay may not work. And so something I, I remember talking about this on the episode before, like how long is too long to be talking to somebody? How long is that? I don't know how I don't know how long that is. I don't know how long is too long. Like how long is too long because if you if you've been single for a long period of time, you it does come to a point where I'm just ready to get into a relationship and you kind of just start lowering like lowering your standards a little bit because it's like I'm just ready to get in a relationship. Not me. But I'm saying like sometimes that does happen. Like like I'm not I'm not saying for because like my whole thing is this. All right, this is how I am. I'm not going to be dating around a bunch of other people if I'm talking to someone and they have my attention because I don't I don't have a long attention span. I don't have well I'm not gonna say I don't have a long attention span. If you can catch my attention and keep it, you have it. Once you lose my attention, I I, I start. All right, I gotta get out of this. So, I kind of feel like if there's someone 
that you have a great relationship with, if there's someone that you feel like you can, you see yourself having a future with, and like, I see this person, and it's like, yo, we can take over the world. Like, I'm happy being with you. I'm not saying that you make me happy, but you don't hurt my happiness. I like being around you. I like the vibes we have. I like the connection that we have. The chemistry is there. Um, you don't you don't hurt me. You make time for me. You're patient. You're this. You're that. You shouldn't really need to be looking around to other people. Because then it's kind of like, well, what's the point in the relationship and the connection that you built with this person? That's playing with someone's heart. To make them feel like they can be secure in you having their feelings in your hands. Whether you wanted it or not, you can't have someone's heart in your hands. And they can have yours. Because a lot of times, a lot of people try to pretend like what you may do to them won't hurt them until you do it. Because there, there's a lot of women that's like, oh, if if somebody cheat on me, I'm just like, all right, next, whatever. You're going to be crying for the next month. You're going to block them. You're going to do all this. You're going to be cursing his name, talking bad about him to your friends and all this stuff. Like, Stop pretending like you've been hurt so much that you can't be hurt again. Getting hurt hurts, and it's okay to hurt off of someone hurting you. That's what being hurt is. I'm never going to sit up here and tell someone, look, if you want to talk to somebody else or date somebody else or be with someone else, you know, it's whatever, do what you want. Now, if I do tell you that, then that means I don't have feelings about you anymore or never did. I'm done trying to mask and put on this tough guy act. Like, ah, man, I've been hurt so much. I don't know. No, it still hurts. It still hurts. If you cut yourself and you reopen the this is what being cheated on is like. This is what having your trust issues broken is like. I remember getting out the shower, right? I'm putting I'm putting lotion on. I got a moisturize. I'm a black man. I got a moisturize. So I'm putting lotion on. And I seen a scar I had from when I was playing in the house. And the bed frame was sticking out from the um the mattress. Um uh, the mattress. Let's just go with the mattress. The bed frame was poking out from the mattress and it was metal. And I'm playing in the house. I was like I was living in Memphis. So I was like ten. I'm playing in the house. Well, I'm playing in my room. I'm, I'm just running around being a 10-year-old. And I think I tripped over my GameCube controller. And I fell. And my and the side of my knee scratched against the metal part of the bed frame. And I had a gash. Like, white meat was showing. Blood running down my leg. I'm 10 years old. I'm hyperventilating. I'm like, yo, i never seen this much blood come out of my body at one time before. I feel like I'm about to pass out. I feel like my head... It's getting light. I'm at home by myself on top of that. And I'm like, nah, I don't think it's that bad where I need to call 911, but let me at least keep the phone in my hand. And I'm trying to clean it up. I'm, I'm using water on it, which you're not supposed to do because I didn't want to use no, um, what's that, monoxide? 
whatever that stuff is that you pour on it and it stings. I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. That's going to hurt. And I know I'm going to pass out, so I'm not doing that. So I put tissue on it and I just apply pressure to it. And I'm just laying on my bed and I'm like, man, that was stupid. I, I, I never played in the house again. I never played in the house again. I was like, no, that's all right. And so yesterday or... No, it was this morning. I got out of the shower this morning, put lotion on, and then I looked at my knee, and I was like, oh, wow, I still got the scar. Like, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I was just like, wow, that was 17 years ago. Wow, I still got the scar. And so what I'm trying to say is like this, with trust issues or with heartbreak or or whatever, you can get that scar. Like, you can, you can get, the in, like, the initial injury. But then the scar is always there. And it heals. You move on. You forget about it. But then when someone else comes through and hurts you and and damages the trust that you built with someone else, it's almost like reopening that wound. Now you got to let it heal again. And then it heals. And then you move on. And then you find someone else. And then they reopen the wound again. Someone else reopens the wound again. But I think that that's what, that's what life is. Life is getting your wounds reopened. And sometimes getting salt thrown on the wound. But there may come a time when Someone will come, and before you even get a chance to let it heal on its own, there may come somebody that comes around, and they might just stitch you up. Instead of it letting it turn into a scab and then letting your skin grow back over it, sometimes somebody comes through with a needle and a thread, and they just stitch it back up for you. And then they mend it. They protect it. They take care of it. They disinfect it. They make sure that it doesn't... They protect it. Sometimes, sometimes it's it's okay to have someone protect you. It's okay. That doesn't make you weak. People want to be, oh, I'm all by myself. I'm going to watch my own back. It's okay to be vulnerable with someone. It's okay for someone to protect you. It's okay wanting to feel like you want to be protected. It's okay. I want to be protected. I would love to have someone come through and protect my heart and protect my feelings instead of stumping all over it. I would love for that. It's okay. It's okay to want that type of relationship with someone where you just feel absolutely safe with. You can talk to them about anything, say anything. They don't pass judgment on you. Now, if you want to do something against that person, yes, they're going to pass judgment on you because it's like, I don't want you to do that because that's going to hurt my feelings. Like, that's just a natural thing. If you claim you care someone, don't tell someone, well, you shouldn't have cared about me that much. Don't tell someone, well, that's just how it's going to be. If you care about that person. If you care about that person, protect their feelings. Because I guarantee you they're putting your feelings first. Anyway, this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, D.A. Pace, and hopefully I said something that kind of pricked somebody's heart. 
that that plays in somebody's mind while either you're getting your feelings played with or you're playing with someone's feelings. I hope I just said something to somebody that can help someone. You know what I'm saying? So this has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. And until the next time, mind your business and count your blessings. Peace. You don't need to be employed to get employee-level vision coverage. If you're retiring soon and looking for a way to continue caring for your eyes, get a VSP individual vision plan at vspdirect.com. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.